Law enforcement suicides are at an all-time high right now. One of the causes is poor leadership within the law enforcement profession. Nick, the host of the Roll Call Room podcast, has written a book, Police Mental Barricade, A Survivor's Guide to Poor Law Enforcement Leadership. This book is a raw and powerful look into suicide and how poor leadership decisions contribute to law enforcement suicides. Buy the book now at mentalhealthbarricade.com and stop the stigma. The issues discussed on the Roll Call Room podcast do not reflect the opinions of any specific agency. Any characters discussed on this show may be fictional for comedic value unless you're a shitbag Steve. This podcast is rated explicit and listener discretion is advised. Motivation is its kind of a strange word because it doesn't really mean what we think it means. We think it means that we're fired up to do something. We think that it means we're eager and passionate to make something happen. And we think that somehow we should just be able to turn on that eagerness and turn on that passion but we can't because you just can't turn on passion you can't just turn on the desire to execute a task so to motivate someone is to explain to them why they're doing what they're doing how it will help them where it'll take them why they should continue to work and to struggle and to fight. Why you are doing what you are doing. Remind yourself that this struggle, this temporary pain, this fight, this fight that you're in, this is what will make you stronger and faster and smarter and better. And then, with that motivation, go forward into the fray, into the storm, into the heat of the battle where victory is forged. What do you do on the days when you're just not feeling it? days those days when I'm tired or worn out or just basically sick of the grind what, what do I do on those days I go anyways I get it done even if I'm just going through the motions I go through the motions. I don't really want to work out. 
I work out. I, I really don't want to hammer on a project. I hammer on the project. Don't really want to get up and get out of bed. Yeah, I get up and get out of bed. Now, these could be signals that you need some time off. And those signals might be right. They could be correct. But don't take today off. Not today. Wait until tomorrow. Don't, don't give in to the immediate gratification that is whispering in your ear. Shut that down. Do not listen to that little voice. Instead, go through the motions. Lift the weights. Sprint the hill. Work on the project. Get out of bed. You need to get things done. But if you are going to rest, that is one thing that you should procrastinate on. That's the one thing I want you to put off until tomorrow. And if, when tomorrow comes, you still feel like you need to rest or you need to take a break, okay. But the chances are, you won't. You won't need that rest. Chances are, you will realize that the desire to rest was just weakness. It was just desire to take the path of least resistance, the downhill path, the easy path. Hello and welcome to the Roll Call Room podcast that pissed off shitbag Steve Commanders and cost my daddy his job and then pissed them off yet again with his number one book, Mental Health Barricade on Amazon. And now your host, my Uncle Mike, and best-selling author, my daddy. Fuck you, Commanders. Up your ass. All right, Roll Call Room fans, welcome to the Roll Call Room. My name is Nick. With me is my wonderful, sexy co-host. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> Mike, how are you, my Hershey Kiss-shaped nipple friend? Hello, hello, hello. Mike, I am super excited. We have a third person on the show. Uh, Logan, how are you, buddy? I'm doing great. How are you guys? So Logan, I found Logan or Logan found me on Instagram. And I uh, would watch his videos quite often. He's huge into physical fitness, which we're going to get into. Um, But I would die laughing because... For some odd reason, Mike 
is trying to flex right now. I, I say it, did, it didn't even make, there was no peak. It was just flat. It looked like a Popeye's chicken sandwich. Just like, uh, so I don't know why you would listen to our podcast while you're running, but your videos oh my of, gosh. of you like stopping your run and going, this fucked up my time. <laughs> Why would you choose to listen to this show while you okay, run okay, so Metallica or something? When this, uh, when the whole pandemic hit, you know, I mean, I, I, I went to a private gym. A friend of mine owned a gym, but it's 30 minutes away. So I didn't want to, you know, leave my wife and kids and everything at the house. So I'm like, I'm just going to start running. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I started getting into doing longer amounts of running. So I, I do three, five Ks a week now. Holy shit, dude. Just because. I mean, you know, it, people find that runner's high or whatever. And I just started doing it and I found a lot of enjoyment in it. And I, I you you get out there and you you almost quote unquote lose yourself in the run. Mm-hmm. And I get tired of skipping songs. I don't want to listen to that one. I don't want to listen to that one. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm just going to throw on a podcast. And I I remember I started following you guys on Instagram and I was like, I was like, oh man, I'm just going to throw one on. So I put on DOA, the episode DOA. And I almost tripped and fell listening to it. I mean, just I'm just running along and I'm not kidding. It's happened two or three times. And it was just that one and the one where you're talking about the uh, the copy machine, putting the different color oh. paper. Oh my gosh. I, I was blowing snot out my nose. I was laughing so hard. Just I mean, it was just I I probably looked like a crazy person. You know, he's probably got COVID, you know, as I'm running around. I think that was one of the first videos that I watched. You were you were you were snotting all over the place and you, just like, <laughs> you were like if you have not listened to these guys he's like it was just so funny and then i reached out and i was like hey thank you i pr- appreciate it. and anytime we get a mention i really appreciate it um but what really what i liked was you're very focused on physical fitness uh i think it's a good um fit for our show for mental health um, I think when they close down the gyms, a lot of outlets for officers that use uh, working mm-hmm. out kind of went out the window, and that suicide scary. went up. Yes, you know, yeah. and globally, and not even just within the law enforcement. I mean, suicide went up, depression went up, but you know, liquor stores are essential. Yes, but yeah. because we can spread the virus in the gym, oh, you can't go there. It's it, it just yeah, yeah, and then. Um, uh, then you and I started talking and, um, I sent you my book. You got my book, right? Yes. I actually meant to grab it so I could show it to you. But yeah. It's, it's upstairs next to the bed. Hold on. Let me get mine. Oh yeah. You're <laughs> oh, you're still this is translucent. <laughs> Mike, yours is right here. I got it right here. Wow. At least, at least you have it in your hand. Yeah. Let the record show that I received the book before Mike did. <laughs> now it's the running joke now. Now like I'm running. never getting this fucking thing. Dude, just get online. It's on Amazon. He will. He won't even fucking spend the ninety nine cents. It's ninety nine cents. Screw him because I told him. I said, "Listen, I'll buy it. I'll support you. I'll buy fifty copies if you want me to. I'm I'm good like that." And he know. Don't shake your head, motherfucker. You know. He did. And he's like, "No, don't do that. You know, no, please don't." I go, "No, I'm good. Now I'm gonna have to wind up buying it just to just a Mc. It's a McChicken at McDonald's. It's ninety nine (laughs) cents." It's available at Target, which blows my fucking mind. Like it's available at Target. Yes, Target.com. Oh, that's awesome. But here's the thing: it's actually sold out. uh, It was. But here's the thing: is Target refuses to put up the cover of my book. They refuse. 
it's too controversial. Really? Guy with the gun to his head. Um, because I sent the picture in because it was blank and they sent me back an email saying, uh, we appreciate you sending us the cover, uh, but we cannot display this cover because it's uh, too graphic of content. And I said, okay, I'll get you a different cover, which was the original cover. Cause I had hired somebody to make the, I, I had two covers at one point and the first cover just didn't do it for me, but target won't put the cover up. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Look at some of the movie covers that are out no. there. Like, and target sells porn. I've heard. I, <laughs> I've heard. <laughs> Jumped on that one. Yeah. So, uh, back to, back to physical fitness. So have you always been into physical fitness? Have you <clears> always been like focused as, as you are on physical fitness? You know, I, I get that question a lot, um, especially when they ask me about like, you know, why I started my whole Instagram and everything. I, when I was in high school and uh, a little bit into college, I was actually a singer dancer. I did, uh, you know, musicals, show choir. I mean, I, I did all kinds of stuff like that because it was fun. I've never played a snap of football. Never. I, I never, never. Dude, I want to God. I thought you were into like you were a football player. Nope. Not a, I've never played. And it just, it, it wasn't something that was pushed in my family. Um, you know, my parents just kind of let us do what we wanted to do. And I was drawn towards music and, uh, I found out I had a singing ability, somewhat of a singing ability. And, and I, I liked to dance, you know, I mean, you know, they always say white guys can't dance or whatever, but I like to get out there and have a good time. And so, <laughs> so, uh, you know, as I was getting older in high school, I, you know, saw all my buddies that were in sports that were getting in shape. And I'm like, what am I doing? I'm looking like the Pillsbury Doughboy here. Hmm. And I just started working out. You know, my, my dad was a, was a cop and, uh, I had access to the gym at the, at the jail. He worked for sheriff's department. Hmm. And, uh, so, you know, where the cops were training, I'd go and just work out. And, uh, so that was when I was 15, I'm 32 now. And, you know, I, I've been literally been training for 17 years, just, you know, different styles. I started with bodybuilding stuff. I did a little bit of competitive bodybuilding in college. And, uh, and now I've gotten into the functional type fitness, the CrossFit types, you know, the Scientology of weightlifting is what they call it. But, uh, I feel better now at 32 than I did at 22 Damn. because, you know, it's, I'm, I'm mobile. I I'm flexible. You know, it's, it's not, I'm going to go in and wreck my chest. It's okay. I'm going to go and do this workout that involves power cleans, pull-ups, air squats, and running. Mm. And, you know, it's a mixture of everything and, you know, people have their opinions on CrossFit and whatever. I'm not going to get into it, but I love it. It's not for everybody, but I love it. I wasn't built for power or for bodybuilding clearly, you know, cause I'm not out there being Ronnie Coleman was 34 when he won Mr. Olympia for the first time. That's two years older than I am now. Clearly I'm not to that level, <laughs> yeah. you know? So it's like, why not just find something that I can be really good at and push for it? So See, what I like about your videos and what I like is, is that you're, you, you're genuinely a very happy person. Like, yeah. um, I like watching your videos because even on like the shittiest days that I have, I'll watch like one of your videos and you make me, you make me chuckle. I don't work out. I don't know if you can tell, um, but this, this is. This is natural. Like all right now, he's lifting his shirt up. I can see a six pack. It looks great. <laughs> all natural. I mean, I don't. I can, show, I can show you my keg. I got a keg. Yeah, there you go. It's a protective <laughs> coating, bro. That's all it is. Yeah. All it is. There's yeah. something under there. I don't know what the fuck. At his, at his block party, he took the grate off of his barbecue and put it on his stomach. 
and I spray painted it so that he would have a 12 pack of water. That's awesome. It was good. It was, it was, good. Good. It was really good through yeah. that bare hair. Um, oh my gosh. But I think the majority of people, um, especially newer officers, really follow your Instagram for the for the inspiration because it's a shitty time right now in our profession. Mm-hmm. And 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 I'm not in it anymore. I'm at I'm at a different level in law enforcement now. Uh, Mike is still in only for a short period of time, thank God. Um, but it's a different time. Um, you know, do you see that in your day to day out in in work? Do you see a lot of guys and gals getting ready to give up the profession? You know, it's. I, like you said, we're in such a pivotal time right now mm-hmm. um, that you know I, I won't I won't uh, divulge information about the department that I work for and, and yeah, everything. And you I know, see how that works out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Read your book. <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I do I do kind of see it because I've received messages on on Instagram of hey, you know, I'm thinking about being a cop or, Hey, I'm in the Academy right now. And I'm seeing all this, you know, I'm, I'm watching these videos of the, the Tulsa officer being murdered and stuff. I mean, just every day we're seeing it, you know, I mean, Mike's seeing it down in, you know, up in New York, it's, it's just horrible. You know, I, I can drive around in sort of a nicer area in the area that I work and make eye contact with people and wave at them and they scowl at me. Really? And it's like, what did I do to you? Yeah. You know, but they're just, they just see, the, it's the optics of what people have turned the police into. We're the enemy. You, you know, it's funny that you say that because I have seen discrimination against our, our profession or what we do so much now. Like, so it's no secret we've we talked about it on the show is, is that we're we started a coffee brand and we're opening up a coffee house here. Yeah, I saw that. And we have gotten some pushback from landlords and realtors because we the name of the 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 business is roll call room cafe servicing those who service us and they are so afraid to allow us to sign a lease because they're afraid that uh, one of these groups will break the windows or or destroy the property well if it's insured who cares right that's their that's their mindset one would think and and I mean, and why don't you I, just tell them that it's a massage parlor? My mom only lets me spend five dollars. Last time, take you 10 minutes. No good. <laughs> good. She worked so hard. She sweats so much. Taking <laughs> out of business for 25 minutes for you. You know, come. I have to buy extra banana for potassium for cramps. You're good. You're good, man. You know, come in here no more. Oh, you're good customer. You're good customer, but no, no more. You come quick. Oh, we're gonna get sued for that. Nope, nope. Can't sue me. Can't sue me. Um, but uh, but I digress. So, um, you know, I I get it every day. Uh, the inbox messages. I mean. I mean, what's your advice to these new officers or people that are trying to come into this business? Um, are are you realistic and honest with them or are you, you know, are you like, oh, things are going to get better kind of thing? You know, I, I have I have my my own pendulum in my head mm-hmm. of whether or not the pendulum is going to swing back. 
you know, because everybody keeps saying, oh, it's going to swing back the other way and everything's going to be better. You know, after the Ferguson effect, mm-hmm. when all that happened, and, you know, it took us so long to gain the public trust back. Right. And, you know, in the community that I, so in, you know, in the community that I work in, it's, we, we've received, you know, you always get boxes of cookies and all that stuff, you know? So, I mean, that keeps morale a little bit up because it's, it's showing that, you know, there is support out there. There absolutely is. People are right now, they're afraid to show it. Yes. You know, it's, it's the same thing as putting a Trump sign in your front yard because, you know, that's just asking for it. Unfortunately, yeah. it's asking for it. So, you know, it's, it's very difficult to want to do this job. But, you know, when people ask me like, hey, should I do this or whatever? My first question is, why do you want to do it? That's great. Yeah. You know, what? what is drawing you to this? Is it because you're a type A personality and, oh, yeah, we get to drive race cars and, and carry guns and wear badges and stuff? If that's it, get out. Yeah. Don't even jump in. You got a two to three year shelf. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, yeah, because you will be the guy that causes the crash that loses, you know, that ends your career yeah. because you were driving too fast or, you, you know, you weren't protecting yourself and other people who weren't driving with due regard. You know, it's just there's so many issues that you can bring up that these young guys, we have a, an entire generation of young people, specifically young cops. You look at Kenosha, for example, mm-hmm. we, we are going to defund police departments, which is going to take away money for training. We do Krav Maga at, at our PD. We have four, four and a half hours of training every month. Wow. I mean, we, we are actually a very, very big on training. And, you know, so they're in there. I know there's some departments that get, you know, two hours a year and that's it. That was but, my old department. Yeah. You know, so you, you take away money for, for, from the police department and but yet you want us to be really well trained so where's that money going to come from to bring in these good trainers to to have all these instructors and everything so you're going to get very tool reliant police officers young tool reliant police officers oh, oh look my my uh, you know the capstan or the pepper spray didn't work so then i stepped up to the taser you know force continuum right because we got to go by that and the taser didn't work oh we did that we tried that twice well what's my next step i i guess i got to go lethal because I don't know how to make this guy find out what concrete tastes like yeah. and the optics of it. I'm afraid to do it because everybody's standing there with their cell phone or on Facebook Live wanting that viral video. So you have the, we have this entire generation of young cops. I've been in since 2013 and I worked in a jail for two and a half years prior to that. So, I mean, I, I have I, – I like to say that it's a vast uh, – experience in law enforcement. It's very small for me because they've all been small town stuff, small city stuff, but you're going to have this entire generation of cops that are so afraid of doing their job that we're all we are going to have is these type A personalities. All we're going to have is YouTube bait and it's horrible. Well, Mike has been in, in a lot longer than you and I, and I can tell you, the the part that concerns me about the profession is we no longer we never have the benefit of the doubt anymore that's yep. completely gone you can do everything 100% correct and be fired and prosecuted for doing your job 100% let's take minneapolis out, out of the mix uh that that's that's something that you know the optics of what happened there is not good and it outweighs Oh, yeah. I mean, the eight and a half minutes outweighs the fact that the guy inhaled 
uh, fentanyl, yeah. lethal amounts of fentanyl. Doesn't matter. Uh, it doesn't matter. But let's take Kenosha, for example. Let's take Atlanta, for example. These are situations where these folks and, and Lancaster, just recently Lancaster, yeah. Pennsylvania. These are folks that dictated their demise. And these officers did everything that they were trained to do and that their policy allowed to do. And Mike looked it up on the um, Mike. What was the one officer that got fired for violating the department's values? Oh, um, <laughs> who that was? I can't stand that. What did um, he, do? he, oh shit, he. Um, it was. It wasn't a chokehold. Uh, um, Whatever it was, it was the it George, was- um, the Georgia cop. It was a car stop, right? And um, he, he got fired for conduct because he broke department values. And and that's the thing is, is directives more and more are becoming more gray because it's easier to pick and choose, you know, when you have an officer that's a political nightmare, instead of backing them up, you right. steps away and you're like, no, we're done. And I get a lot of those messages, Logan. I get a lot of messages where, officer and it's on a daily basis bro um that people are like i know for a fucking fact if i got into a shooting today and the suspect fired first at me and i shot and killed them my department would take 10 steps away from me fire me and prosecute me and and what do i say that like i just got slammed we just got slammed with with a rating on itunes because uh, there was somebody that said that we were extremely negative on the show. And I and I I said the last two episodes, it's very difficult to find the positive lining in what we're doing when what you're doing is right, but you're still being persecuted for doing the right thing. Right. It's, it's a troubling time and it's only going to get worse. So to yeah. give anybody that wants to come into this profession or if you're brand new into this profession, any false hope, I'm not going to lie to you. Ferguson, like you said, Ferguson took us a long fucking time. It did. The FBI report said that that the officer did everything right. Didn't matter. It Didn't matter. matter. The, the the suspect's DNA was in the fucking Tahoe. Doesn't matter. Was on 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 his gun. There was blood on the inside of the door sill. The Tahoe. witnesses the that witnesses. claimed that he had his hands up Rick admitted him. that they perjured themselves, yeah. right, yeah. and lied. But, but it doesn't matter. It does, and and there's a plaque in the middle of the road for this for this career criminal who just got done robbing a convenience store. But, but even even you you know, I always hear people say, "Oh, he was a career crim- career criminal, whatever." That doesn't matter. We don't when, know that at the time. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You know, people. You know, when you stop somebody and you and you run them for uh, for warrants or whatever. Oh, you guys know my record. Who cares? I'm interacting with you right now in this instant. This is what I'm worried about. I'm not going to treat you any differently because I arrested you two weeks ago. Yep. I have to worry about the facts right now. Yeah. And but two, I, two weeks ago is a long time. You don't yeah. know what he's done before, you know, in, in between that period. Exactly. How many, times just, have you gone, how many times have you gone to court and a suspect has come up to you and, and, and talked to you, like tried to talk to you about the case and you don't even fucking remember arresting them? You know, it's happened a couple of times, but I've also had, I mean, I got a letter probably two months ago of some guy thanking me. Changing for, his life. Yeah, for changing his life. Because I arrested him for meth and all kinds of stuff. And he's like, dude, he's like, I was at the end of my rope, sleeping in his truck. 
Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like, your arrest, even though I may have argued and done all this, you saved me. Yep. And you know, I don't like to talk about that stuff, especially on my Instagram, because I'm not, I'm not there for thank me for my service. Right. But that kind of stuff is what pushes me forward. That's the positive stuff. Right. You know, I, I remember a time, I think I was year two or three in this job. I was at Lowe's and my, my kids were, 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 were very tiny. They were, they were little babies and I was in Lowe's and I was shopping and this guy came up to me and always carried off duty. This guy came up to me. He's like, Hey, you remember me? And I was like, no. And I moved here from New York. So I mm-hmm. didn't know anybody. Uh, and he was like, you arrested me for DUI a couple, like a couple of years ago. And I was like, oh, okay. So like, I'm, he wasn't that drunk. I'm pulling my fucking kid like behind me. And he's like, I just wanted to shake your hand and say, you know, thank you for saving my life. And I was like, what? And he was like, you know, I've been alcoholic for like 10 years. He goes, and I was going down a real dark path and that DUI arrest like saved my life. Yeah. And man, I was on, I was on a high for the longest time, but for every one of those, there's 200 yeah. that are like, fuck you, man. You fucked yep. one of my life. But you just answered your own question that you just asked me. Like, what, what can we do to make it, <clears throat> excuse me, what, what can we make it positive? How can we make this positive in a world so negative? That right there. Those are the things that, that you push for. Those are the things that you strive for. And those are the ones that you tell the young kids like, Hey, this doesn't happen all the time, but when it does, it recharges your batteries. Yep. Yep. Yeah. The, the, the goods, I mean, the bad certainly outweigh the goods in the job, like um, numbers wise, numbers wise, but you know, uh, if you, like you said, if you're expecting to, you know, run and gun every single day and drive fast and, you know, you're going to shoot, you get into a shooting every single day. I mean, other than where Mike works, that's just realistically not going to fucking happen. And if you're joining yeah. a job for that, you will be sadly mistaken. You know, and, th- and that's the thing for me, too, is because, you know, the I, I've worked at two different police departments. One was a sheriff's department. I worked for four years. And, um, now I'm at a city police department, uh, two and a half hours North of where I originally was. So we moved. Um, Oh, I was going to say, no way you fucking commute that way. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. I'm like shit. No. You're way more dedicated than I thought. <laughs> no, no. Um, you know, and, and, and it's, it's so different to even just two and a half hours away from where I started, you know, the, I started in a very red community, um, red as in Republican or you know, conservative and, uh, I working for the sheriff's department, we had about 425 square miles, but mm-hmm. our minimum guys on was two. Jeez. So, I mean, you know, guys always, uh, they either compliment me or complain about how much I talk to people. You know, it's, it's, oh man, you really talked to that guy down and blah, blah, blah. Or it's, dude, why didn't you jump on that guy? Man, you, you know, he gave you so many reasons to. And it's like, look, you know, I came from a department where my backup could have been 30 minutes away. So I had to learn to talk yep. and I had to learn to fight because some people ain't talking. You know, all they know is violence. Well, the other thing is, is that, like I used to get made fun of when I was in community policing and people were like, you know, all you guys, you guys are the barbecue squad and all this other shit. What you don't understand is, is that we're putting money in the currency bank, like we're yeah. putting money into the into the bank so that when you do something stupid, um, the community remembers, hey, there's a Logan out there. There's a Nick out there. Not so much a Mike, um, but, you know, we don't expect much from him, but, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, but on that on that also, you know, we talk. That's what we do. We talk to the public. You know, I'm going to I'm going to stop the mope in the street, you know, on the corner. And and just talk to them totally. because you know what, if 
if I'm in a fight and I'm, if I'm losing, that guy might help me out. Yeah. Or, you know what? Hey, you know, the streets are talking. All right, man, what you got? You know, and then he, he's going to give me something that, that, that I don't know. And I'm going to use that, you know, so, so it works both ways. So on a completely different thing, did you guys see the two NYPD officers? Did you see the video? I think it just came out yesterday of this this clown go up to them and ask them why they weren't wearing a mask. Oh, the kin? Uh, yeah. Yeah, the, the male Karen, it's a kin. Dude, I almost <laughs> fucking died laughing with that with that NYPD officer that was like, you know what you are? You're a male car- male person. <laughs> and I almost fucking died laughing. I hope he doesn't get in trouble. I hope he doesn't. You know, it's He's gonna get in trouble. Yeah, Mike. Mike, shake uh, uh, I got no comment. <laughs> that's, that's that's the thing. That's that's where our profession has gone. Is is that you want to come up and act like a clown, and we're not allowed to fucking turn it around. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a weird weird time right now in law enforcement. I can and, tell you, he's not going to get fired for um, you know, didn't meet the core values. But I mean, he's going to get in trouble. Yeah, a little rip. Yeah. Rip, yeah, but just just so oh wait, let me just backtrack. The, um, what we were talking about the incident with the Georgia cop because yeah. I know we're gonna get emails and I'm gonna get ripped. Yeah. It was um, Georgia cop. He was in Loganville, Georgia, and he got fired because he didn't meet My town. He didn't meet the core values of the department, and it was um, he responded to the dispute. Oh, on that the one. porch. Yeah, and he tasered oh, the girl, and yes, she fell over. I remember that. She, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, sorry, I just wanted to clear that up. I, was I, the man. I know I'll get because we were talking. We were talking two things. We were talking about the Georgia cop ripping into the. Uh, I don't know if it was Georgia, but he was ripping into ripping into the guy with the car stop. Connecticut. 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 And then we were talking with. Oh them. my gosh! So yeah, the Georgia incident. Yeah, he got. Um, I'm just. I just looked it up. Violating department policy because he did not meet our core values. And, you know, you look at that video now and, and and you just go to yourself. You're just like, is it even worth it anymore? Yeah. Is it even worth it anymore for you to turn around and be like, hates her in front of everybody. It's it's hard. You know, it like you, like you talk about the, the whole mask thing yeah. in New York. Um, you know, we just had a, a meeting and they're talking about how um, – our policy is if we are in public indoors, we're to have a mask on no matter what. Okay, cool. Whatever. You know, I wear the balaclava type thing, you know, the, the neck gaiter. I don't care. Um, I'll put it on because that's what they want. Right. Um, but they, the policy said that if we're outside and can remain socially distant six feet from people, we don't have to wear it. But they are encouraging us just to wear it anytime we make contact with the public because people are driving by, seeing us taking pictures, sending them to the chief. And it's like they they don't want to put out any more fires than they have to. So it's like, why don't we be a little proactive about it and just do it? It's just, you know, but, you know, like you said, you know, guys will come up and say something to you. I was walking through a park going to back up an officer. I'm putting my gloves on and my mask is around my neck. And I hear from across the park, hey, put your mask on. And I'm like, are you kidding me? There is no one around me. But this guy had to he had to say something. But couldn't keep his mouth shut. That's where we are with our profession is is everybody in the public is internal investigations, right? Yes. I think think it's more of they're trying to bait us. Yeah, that's what it is. It's it's just a bait. You know, I get it all the time. Like I I walked across the street. It was, um, you know. My partner, we walked across the street and, you know, these kids just started just chirping. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, 
<laughs> you know, and then all of a sudden, you know, you see the video, you see the phone out the window. Yeah. It's just trying to get a bait. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm always like, hey, so I'm recording you and you're recording me. We're recording well, each other. Yeah. We can compare videos later. Yeah. Uh, but all right. Listen, uh, we're going to take a uh, we're going to take a quick break uh, and then we're going to come back with Logan. And then I've got a surprise for him and Mike. Uh, stay tuned. Oh, that's a good song. I know you'd like that. Thinking about weightlifting right now, aren't you? <laughs> I gotta mow the lawn and then go work out. <laughs> Ooh, I'm gonna fucking destroy this grass. <laughs> my no power shake. My power shake. I'm gonna lower the lawnmower just to make it harder. Oh wait, Nick, Nick, Nick. I just wanna, I just wanna break his balls a little. I just yeah. quickly, I looked on his Instagram. A lot of good stuff, bro. A lot of a lot of good stuff. Appreciate I, I like the um the workouts, the power shakes, and then you got donuts. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm all in. Those, those are energy rings. <laughs> yeah. All right, folks. We're gonna come right back. Hey, Mike. Yeah, Nick. Bro. What's up, Al? Did I tell you that we just started a brand new coffee company? I heard the rumor. Is it true? Yeah, Roll Call Room Cafe. The freshest coffee that you will ever get. We roast, ground, package, and ship right from our own cafe. Wow. Located in the Blessed Commonwealth of Virginia. Go to Roll Call Room Cafe, and you could get three different brews, Mike. Really? Rookie, Sergeant, and Chief. That sounds amazing. The best part is that our Chief blend isn't a fucking prick. Well, you know what? Where can I buy it? RollCallRoomCafe.com Get it today. Little known fact, my favorite band. I know. I researched it. Oh, man. Professional. We're nothing but Break. <laughs> we just discovered this is Logan's favorite uh, band. I did some Instagram stalking. Yeah. Shout out to Steven Tyler and, and Jill hey, Perry from Aerosmith. Uh, good fan of the show. That's not true. Uh, <laughs> Do a no cameo. Fucking, he has no fucking clue who we are. <laughs> uh, but hey, you know what? Um, in true roll call room fashion, it would not be the roll call room if we didn't uh, do some fun shit. <laughs> I made up a uh, a very special game for Logan. Mike loves these games. He's this so good at them too. Real or fake? Oh. Real or fake? That's okay. going to be a good one. That's going to be a good one. going to be a good one. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome to the show Mike. Mike is barely the co-host of a international podcast called the Roll Call Room Podcast. Mike likes blow-up dolls made out of latex and named Judy. Just, Jen. just so you know, my wife got rid of that thing. It was it was sitting right next to me because I always like to pop it out and show you. I don't know where the fuck she put it. <laughs> on the show is Logan. Logan is a police officer, uh, very big into physical fitness and working out. And this game is all about physical fitness and working out. Ooh, you should get every single one correct. 
I, I'm going to try my best. You're going to try your best? <laughs> All right. Let's see what we got. All right. The name of the game is real or fake. Each one of these terms is a workout term. Oh. Now, some of these workout terms are real. Some of these workout terms are not real. They're fake, made up. By who? By you? I will not say. <laughs> but we surveyed 100 people. That's not true. And <laughs> we have real ones and fake ones. The real ones have been researched online and are actually real. Okay. Okay. Please have faith that they are real. I believe you. All right. The first one. <laughs> you, know what, you know what I'm thinking about? I'm thinking about Adam Sandler's. Uh, um, we used to listen to him all the time. Are these people working out? <laughs> Or or having sex. Having sex. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking about right now. We're having like, Oh, we're definitely having sex right now. No, There's no, no, no. They're doing uh, curls. There's no dumbbells in here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The so first one. Guys, we're going to start with Mike. Oh, then we'll go to Logan, okay. The first term, real or fake, is called the manhole dig. The manhole dig, a workout term. Mike, real or fake? I'm going to say fake. Okay. That sounds like a dance move. Manhole dig, real or fake? That's real. 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 Mike? Logan? (laughs) I know I've heard that term before. That is fake. It sounds like a dance, like the shopping cart. Manhole dig. (laughs) The next, <laughs> the next phrase is frog tingle. Frog tingle, Mike. Frog tingle. Fake. Fake. He says fake. I'm going to go with fake, too. Fake. Frog tingle is correct. That's a fake term. That is a fake term. I have another one. Fake. Or real, the push jerk, the push jerk, Mike, the push yeah, jerk. Yeah, it's push and jerk. No, it's push <laughs> I, jerk. I think it's real. Mike says real. Logan, the push jerk is real. Yes. Yeah. That is right. That is a real term. That's actually something that people screw up. But isn't it push and jerk? Well, there's there's different kinds because a, a jerk is you're you're actually using your momentum to push of up. your body to push it up and you catch it as it goes up. So, so as the bars going up, you are traveling down and you catch it at the top. That's what makes it a jerk. So there's the split jerk where you move your legs yes, you know, forward and back. And then there's the push jerk where you keep your legs in one position and you, you drop down under, or in, there's also a squat jerk as well. well don't ruin this. And then, the, and then, <laughs> and then isn't there just, isn't there just a jerk like Nick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's right. A joint, a jury. You, you thought that one was going to do a lot better, didn't you, Mike? No, any digs I could put over there. Oh, oh, wow! All right, the next one that we have is called the pole jerk. Is that real or fake? The pole jerk, Mike. No pole jerk. Mike says fake. Uh, as a workout term, no. Fake. Fake for both. 
you guys are right. That is fake. I mean, nice. yeah, we just we were just talking about it. So <laughs> all the, all the jerks. <laughs> <laughs> you saw Nick's face just like shit. That's my next one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, the next one that I have is called the inverted pigeon. The inverted <laughs> pigeon. Mike, real or fake inverted pigeon? I'm gonna say no. <laughs> fake from Mike. Logan, I'm the- I'm gonna say fake. Logan, Logan, and Mike say the inverted pigeon is fake. Mm. Oh, a real term. That is a real what term. Is I gotta look that up. You look that up, my friend. All right, the next one that we have, real or fake, Mike? The meat release. <laughs> the meat release, Mike. Uh, no. <laughs> no? You don't think the meat release is real? Oh, wow. That is an inverted pigeon. <laughs> uh, that's a yoga, yoga term for that's those. That's a yoga term. Yeah. Please don't doubt the moderator and host. <laughs> um, Mike thinks the um, meat release is fake. Meat release. I- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go no, with real. I, no, it's go got to be fake. I think it's like... That's when <laughs> you shut the fuck up. We already recorded your damn answer. <laughs> I'm going to go with real. I'm calling it. You're going to say real. Hey, you know what? Yeah. No, isn't that? Like a, it's a cooking term. Mike, you are correct. Uh-huh. Logan, you are wrong. 50 pushups. <laughs> isn't, that like, isn't that like a, a freaking cooking term or some shit? No, it's when I unzip my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Such a dick. Next one we have is called the snatch. The snatch, Mike. Is uh, the snatch real or fake? I mean, that sounds a good one. Uh, maybe it's real. I don't know. Well, for you, any kind of snatch is fake. Mike, are you saying real or fake? I think real. Okay, you say real, Logan. It's real. Yeah. That is the snatch is real. Everybody, the snatch is real. <laughs> there's power they- snatch, there's squat snatch, hang snatch, uh, dirty snatch. Uh, <laughs> the next term that we have is called the push squat. The push squat, Mike. The push squat. He's, to- he's totally googling this. Right? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no as- so, so, just so you know, I keep notes. Ah, on it's everything. Like transcript when we get sued. But the push squat, better known as the sergeant's process. Mike? See, just, <laughs> hey, hold on. Hold on. Just so you know, I'm going to stay real, but just so you know, for everybody, if they listen, I put the date, the time, right? And then I put Nick woke me up for this bullshit game. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have your name, and then I have the game, and then I put all the fucking. It's just a detective in me. I'm sorry. That's oh, fantastic. So no, I'm not googling. My phone, my, my phone is off. My phone is off. Good. I, I said real. I think it sounds. Right. It sounds you say real. real, Logan. What do you say? The push squat. I'm gonna say real. Real for both. Mm, that nah. a made up term. That is a made up term. So that's good. Well, that's kind of what I was thinking. You know, the, with the squat jerk, and some people just you know say it as a different thing. So the next one that I have is called the thruster the thruster mike real or fake the thruster it sounds real better known as a meeting with your captain 
I'm, <laughs> I'm going to say no, fake. Fake. Logan, what do you say the thruster is? The thruster is evil and it's real. Logan is right. And Mike. Wrong. The last and final one, which I know Mike is super excited that it's the last and final one, is called the ball grab and pinch. Oh, the, that's that's definitely real. <laughs> the ball grab and pinch, Mike says is real. Logan, what do you think about the ball grab and pinch? I think that's a fake term. <laughs> Logan, you would be right. Mm, what? Mike is wrong. Mike is wrong. You are right. <laughs> that is a made up term that I personally made up. <laughs> Oh, I know what that is. I know what that is. That was called my internal investigation. Ball grab and pinch. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to Real or Fake. I am your host, Nick. We look forward to playing another game on the next episode called Is It a Man or a Woman? Oh, that's not true. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. You can't step on that. No, no, no. <laughs> that's a landmine. I'm not touching that's that. That's a cancel culture, man. Yeah, that's that's I'm <laughs> you saw what happened to JK Rowling? Oh my gosh, yes. Jesus. You, you mean the person that just uh you know, career destroyed her fucking like career? Yeah. You know, all she did though was copy Star Wars. So Oh shit. Are we getting into a Harry Potter Star Wars debate? Dude, I'm just saying no, there's a there's a stand-up comedian that does a bit on it. And it's so accurate. Oh, really? Oh, you have to look it up. You have to look it up. It's crazy. Now now the other dude from uh, Harry Potter came to her defense and they're they're fucking going after him. Yeah, I, I don't really care about that. But I just I don't understand what's going on, man. You can't say anything. No. No, I you can't. We haven't been censored by now, especially with Mike's mouth. Holy shit. Yeah, but the thing is, is is you don't have the celebrity that some folks have, you know, you know what I mean? Like that's why they cancel people is, Oh, I have this power over you and I'm just going to hold on to it until yeah. 10 years down the road when the time is right. And then boop, there's that tweet that you did. You remember yeah. when you did this? Yeah. You know, Kevin Hart knows all about that. You know? Oh, yeah. And, and that guy, man, I, I mean, how many times can you apologize? Dude, you, you know, the thing about Kevin Hart is I, I just, finished listening to uh joe rogan's podcast with him on it uh, that dude is so inspiring kevin yeah. hart you, you know as funny he as lines bro he grinds oh my gosh i mean it's just you have to check it out it's awesome He's a, like i like joe rogan too i just can't i i love his stuff i think he's an incredible interviewer he kind of yeah. reminds me of howard stern when it comes to interviewing yeah uh, howard is an incredible interviewer especially now that he's gotten older yeah, the stuff isn't all raunchy. It's actually stuff that you want to know about the person. Yeah, and um, Joe Rogan's the same way. The only thing is, is that I can't last three hours for his shows. Oh it's yeah, too long for me. Like you just got to break them up. Yeah, yeah. But I love his stuff, and I would love to see him do a presidential debate. Oh my gosh, yeah. you know, I, just, <laughs> <laughs> you know I, I try to stay away from from politics on me on too. my page. On this show too. I mean, I just. Because it's so divisive, and that's the only reason. You know, I mean, I I think people are pretty understand pretty well where I stand, but um, it's so divisive that I don't want to even get into it. But you can't help posting things 
Like I, I try not to do oh and I try to make it even like I'll make fun of Biden and then I'll put one up about Trump. And I even put like in the I stopped doing them. If you've ever like if you really watch our Instagram, I stop posting political stuff. Yeah. It's gotten to the point where even if I put up there, listen, folks, this is a joke. Nope. I'll get inbox messages where they're like, you know, he fucking supports the police. And I'm like, I'm trying to be fair to you know that every cop is not Republican. Yeah. Like the, more and more, it's becoming that. Mm-hmm. So now I've just that's like the third rail. I stay the fuck away from it. Yes, yeah, you just sports. I, I just just bring the funnies. That's 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 all that we do. Yeah. Somebody's gonna have something to say about anything you do anyway. Exactly. So, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and, and that's wise. I mean, we're in a fucking terrible time right now. Like, you know, it's like it doesn't matter. You know, like. No, and that's part of the reason why people are so angry is because we've been so distant from each other and all we've seen are the faces on computer screens and everything. You know, I when I first started my Instagram, I you know, I I had the idea of like, you know, being like Mike Cunahan, the the no donuts here guy, you know, the NYPD dude. And you know, I mean, he's got pictures with his shirt off and I mean, he's got supplement deal. Awesome. That is so awesome. And you know, then I started looking into it, I'm like there are 9 million Hashtag fit cops out there. Yes. I'm like, what's going to separate me from them? So I'm like, I want to motivate one person a day. That's it. That's all yeah. I want to do. And well, if I, it's working though. Well, it, thank it, you. It, I, I, yeah, I, I'm just, you know, I, I try and stay positive and, and do whatever I want to do on it. That's I'm staying in my lane and, and I'm being me. This is just a little piece of what I'm willing to share of what it's like to be a, a smaller city cop. And just live life. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to post pictures of me in uniform just to thank me for my service. You know, I, I'm not into that, but you know, if I can put a picture on there of me in uniform that, that is talking about mental health, like the one that I did, that was like, it's okay to not be okay. That one, that one actually blew up. I actually got chills, man. Have you seen the, uh, the blue, I, I, I made a picture right after the, uh, the Ohio officer was murdered where he said, uh, tell my family, I love them. There's a picture that went around that was, just a thin blue line. And it said, hashtag, tell my family, I love them right mm-hmm. in the middle. That's mine. Wow. I made that Damn. and I just shared it. And it got, I mean, it's the most liked picture I have, which isn't much. It's only like 2000 things, but I see people that I don't even know have mm-hmm. that as their profile picture on Facebook and stuff. No, you know, no. I'm like, I've seen, I've seen um, cars in New York have that as their yeah. back, back window sticker. I, I, I made that, but yeah, I that, didn't, awesome. I didn't put a, uh, you know, a, a, timestamp on it or whatever. Cause I didn't, it wasn't about me. Nope. It's about him. It's about his family. It's about the, it's, it's about the nation. It's about cops all around the nation. Tell my family. I love them. He wasn't just talking about his family. He's talking about us. He's talking about America. Tell everyone I did this for them. You can't see it. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this is, is that the, the culture has to change internally in our profession because we eat our own. We are not supportive of each other when we should, especially now during these times. Yeah. yeah. You want to talk about cancel culture. That's what it is. Yeah. It's yeah. internal. It is. It is so bad right now where we have officers worried about what other officers are doing or trying to quote unquote rat them out or, or gain some sort of leverage over them. Um, and, and the war is not inside of your headquarters. And and I don't want to say war. I mean, we're not against, we're not at war with the public. We're at war with a very, very small minority group of people that 
unfortunately, the silent majority are not fucking speaking up. And it's going to get to it's it's slowly brewing. Like you see in Minnesota now where the city council, which wanted to defund the police, yeah. <laughs> is now going, what the fuck is going on? Why yeah. is crime out of control? And you're like, what do you, you ask for this was going to fucking happen? You got a hundred people that put their paperwork in to fucking leave the department. Yeah. It takes six to eight months to replace one officer. You are literally reaping what you've sown. Yeah, Yeah. and it's going. You're going to see it in Portland. You're going to see it in in Atlanta. You're going to see it all over the place. I mean, look at the city. I mean, just retirements. I mean, they're so backed up with retirements. It's ridiculous. Now, you know, you got to email people, and you got to wait for them. It's just, it's, it's like two months just to wait just to retire. It's like, yo, I want to fucking retire. They can't afford it. They can't afford a mass exit. It. And that's dangerous. Oh, absolutely. Because you've got guys that are already put their paperwork in and are literally waiting for that phone call to say, yeah, you can retire. They're not going to do anything on the job. Right. Well, you know what sucks is that we're losing a lot of good, good cops, detectives, a lot of good bosses, a lot of good people that care. Yeah. You know, a lot of old school guys that care that are that are going to be gone. And see, and it's so interesting to me to talk to people from larger departments because I mean, you know, there, there are some similarities, so many similarities to people. You know, I know you guys get this all the time. Like, Oh man, that leaders episode, you know, I, I know that guy or I, you know, you were taught, you were totally talking about somebody I know. I I'm lucky that I've, that I've been so blessed to work for two different departments that were very supportive and you know we we have great leaders yeah sure that you know there's been people that that haven't been and and we've figured it out you know if if you bring it up to them and and you try and work it out in smaller departments word word doesn't just stay floating around it gets back real quick mm-hmm. yeah. so you address the problem so i mean i, I can't imagine what it's like working for a large department Dude, you're blessed. I mean, you really are. You're blessed to have a have a good agency. You're blessed to be um, very happy with the job still. Um, yeah, ish. <laughs> but I, I think I think um, I think we need to have you on again. Absolutely. For part two, Logan is about to start his own podcast, which we're yeah. super super excited about. Totally. How far out are you to releasing like your first episode? You know, I. <laughs> A couple of weeks ago, uh, ten eight memes. You know, you had him on here. We yeah, we chat, we chat quite a bit. And uh, he had he had mentioned he's like, dude, you should totally do one. And I'm like, I you know, I'm trying to stay in my lane and everything. And then I got I got this bug in my ear, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna ask my followers. I've got about six thousand followers. It's not very many on Instagram at at Officer Campbell one eight two. If you're on Instagram, <laughs> shameless plug. Um, you know, I asked them. I was like, hey, if I were to do one. Would you listen? Because I have a written blog that you know people don't want to read. But you know, if I were to do this, would you listen? And overwhelmingly, people were like, dude, do it. We've been telling you to do this for a year. And some people have. So I'm like, all right, what do I need? What, you know, what do I need to get? And, and I'm like, okay, first I need to get a mic. And this dude from Idaho, he's who's already sent, he he hit me up. His is is the he's a preacher. He used to be a cop. He hit me up a while back during the pandemic. Hey, I want to send your shift some pizza. So I want to send you some money and you can buy pizza. I said, no, 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 no. I said, here's the website to a local pizza joint. Just order it online and have it have it delivered. Sure enough, pizza shows up. I'm like, I'm like, dude, this is crazy. All from Idaho. So he hits me up on Instagram. 
I want to donate to your cause and send you a mic. He's like, I've got a used one. He works for a Christian news uh, radio station. I've got a used one. I'm going to send it to you. And then he goes, you know what? I'm going to do you one better. And this, this brand new, beautiful Yeti mic yeah. shows up. I mean, it's like, I, I couldn't. I, I, and I was like, dude, that is a great mic. I, I, I was just, it's now I'm, I'm obligated. Yeah. Like I, I have to do this now. The only thing that's stopping it is you. Yeah. Is so, that- I mean, it'll, it, I, I don't know when I'm going to do it. It'll probably be soon because I'm seeing how simple this is right now. That I'm like, I got to get into this. I have so many things that I could talk about and and do. You know, it probably won't be filled with music and sound effects and stuff. It might be just me and the mic. But if the same thing with my Instagram, if I reach one person to motivate them with my Instagram, if I can reach one set of ears with my podcast, why not? Well, and that's always been the mission for Roll Call Room Podcast has been is if we can save one life, then it's worth it. And Absolutely. Time over time, over time, over time. And uh, you're a friend of the show now. Um, you know, we will help you in any way that we can. We'll be plugging the plugging the shit out of your show. I appreciate that. Um, so, uh, folks, look out for that. Again, Logan, where can they find you on uh, the gram, as the kids say? Yeah, on the gram, I'm uh, at Officer Campbell 182. Um, that's the only thing that I have. I don't have Facebook, anything like that. Smart. Mike? Any parting words before we wrap this absolutely amazing episode up? No, Logan, thanks, man. Um, yeah, do your thing, man. As long as you can um, reach as many people as you can and just get that one person. That's that's all. That's what we do. All I appreciate count. it. I love seeing your fuzzy little faces. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> gentlemen, you can get a hold of me at Nick at RollCallRoom.com or Mike at Mike at RollCallRoom.com. Uh, please go on rollcallroom.com. Check out some new stuff that we have going on on there. If you have not gotten uh, police mental barricade, please go on uh, mentalhealthbarricade.com. And now we have our own coffee. You can go on rollcallroomcafe.com. Hopefully by the time this episode comes out, we'll have uh, a lease signed on a storefront and uh, we'll be selling our coffee uh, direct online. So if you're into coffee, you're definitely going to want to check that out. I love coffee. I love coffee. <laughs> coffee. Uh, I'm not going to go into it. Anyway, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. And as always, take good care of each other. Watch out for each other. And please have your head on a swivel, especially lately. Take it easy, folks. Hey, Mike. Yeah, but at least this episode you said seven things total. Six and a half. Real, real contribution. Six and a half. You might as well have stay to sleep. I want my book. All right. <laughs>Hey, folks, I'm so excited about this brand new sponsor, Ferocious Beard Company. This company is fantastic. They have a lot of great assortments of beard wax, wash, and oils. They've got apparel. They've got soaps. They've got a whole bunch of different things. Go to ferociousbeard.com. Use promo code ROLLCALLROOM, and you get 20% off. I absolutely love their products. telling you I've used a lot of different beard products, Mike and I have been searching for a beard company for a long time as a sponsor, and we finally found the best company out there, which is Ferocious Beard Company, and they're out of uh, Fort Worth, Texas, okay? 
go on ferociousbeer.com, use promo code rollcallroom, and you get 20% off.